with the problem, yo, I'll solve Where to you mother? All right. Welcome. Oh, we match color scheme wise. Welcome to Two Cool Moms. I am Joe Gatto. Hi, I'm Steve Byrne. Also known as Don't Text Back. Here we so, go. So, four sent messages to you. Yeah. Over the course of a couple days, zero responses back. And then I get a response back. It's like, hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> While I'm sitting next to you. Um, no, but we talked on the phone. I called you, remember? Yeah. I, know, I did call but... you. You negate that. I did take that out of the mix. You're right. Uh, You're right. You're right. Hey, this mommy's not. This we did catch up. I'm not. Ab I'm not above admitting I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Turn your love around. That's great. I can show you how. I went to the Quad Cities and I loved it. What so, is the What is the Quad Cities? QCs. I went to. I bought this. Is local, that in Iowa? I wanted to show Jiggy this. So the Quad Cities, it changes. Well, it depends who you ask. But it's like Moline, East Moline, Davenport, and uh, Miami. <laughs> I'm not, the last one I'm not sure on. But I asked like five different people when I was going around town, and they were always they always named a different one. So I couldn't yeah. get a straight answer at anybody. But I think it's it's like a thing there. But we found it, too. Yeah. I was very upset that you weren't with us because we found some men's shops, and we did some men's shopping. Ooh. I walked in. I thought you were going to yeah. love a, cu a couple of them were great. Yeah, I, I there was a little sleeper hits there and just taking a nap ski in Davenport. And here comes <laughs> Joe Gatto to be like, hey. No, there's no subtle Joe entering a shop. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I, love to be, I like to let people know I'm here and ready to go. This, this is a question I have for you. Sure. Because you like to go out on the road. You like to drop a dime on some clothing. I shop local. Do you bring a lot back and then check your bag, or you? What, what do you do? <laughs> Disposable. I bring, I bring, I bring a lot of stuff with me and throw it out. You just chuck it on the floor. On the on the. I've seen you rip shirts. Off. I rip them off. Sometimes I make it a joke. If it's a, this weekend, I couldn't button a shirt. Legit, couldn't even button it when really? I went to put it on. And I had to. Justin was with us, and I had to send him back to the hotel room to get me a different outfit because I didn't. I was in a rush to get there, so I was like, oh, "I'll just grab this." And I went to button it, and I did the. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> it was. It wasn't even close. It really? was. You know, like sometimes you're like, "Oh, I'll get it." Yeah. It was like, Bing. nip symmetrical. Yeah, hereish. And I was like, oh no! And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I'll just wear it open. But I. When's the last time you wore that shirt? The late eighteens. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a, a stained undershirt because it was an undershirt. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. So yeah. I couldn't even wear it open because I had a big coffee stain. Did you have yeah, merch? Though? you could mess. wear one of your merch shirts. That, I don't like that. My mer my merch shirt is a big is my face. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so you're right. Yeah. Weird. Yes, I didn't. I wasn't going to do that. I have done that before when I took my shirt off and threw it into the crowd because I've seen that. You know, they, they've you know the people got to give the people what they want, and I've thrown on a merch shirt before. Yeah. Um, we always laugh because Murr in the in the first season of Jokers, he used to wear unironically around town a True TV and Practical Jokers T shirt <laughs> of his own thing, and we found that weird, and we always made fun of him for it. And uh, he got called out by two cops at the Staten Island Ferry. Oh two really? Like, hey, you're Murr from Practical Jokers, and he goes, "Yeah, he's wearing the fucking shirt." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind being recognized. No, Murr. he loves it. He, he loves it. He loves he's somebody that he's yeah. a Murr of the people. He's a murder people. Did you did you ever? What was your biggest merch item that you've that you've done? I, I'm not a big merch guy. You're I, not. I don't like doing it. I don't like standing there. I don't like like 
I don't like like taking the card and hi yeah I I just I'd rather do anything but that really yeah I love doing the performing I love dipping but I used to have a sausage party T-shirt yes where it was like uh, five silhouetted like boy band poses yeah and it said sausage party world tour and then listed all the cities I was in that year and <clears throat> I did it and uh, uh, yeah girls bought it but no dudes ever bought it. <laughs> Because they didn't want to think with sausage, sausage party, party on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny. Just a little bit. <laughs> Bring <laughs> it back. That. Let's get into it. Um, but I did sausage party. I did a, a crowd work show in Nashville on Monday. And um, I've done that bit. Yeah. I mean, 12, 15 years. I, I've done it. it. It's a fun bit. I love doing it because I never know what's going to happen. The audience leaves. They're, they're so happy. But but this, I brought this guy up, this this black guy. And... He was, he was, you know, you always, you, you kind of have the black guy go last because you're like, all right, he's probably going to know what he's doing, right? Dancer, there's rhythm. I've done this bit, again, 12 to 15 years. I've seen many versions of it. <laughs> this was hands down. I have video of it. Somebody took video of it. I have hands down. This is the best one I've ever seen. Wow. There's That's a, a bold statement. There's a woman named Noreen who became part of the show. She, in her 60s, it was just, you know, she was fun. Right. When I called her up on stage, the crowd chanted her name. Oh, that's I was amazing. like, wow, this is going to be fun. Okay, cool. So she comes up. She's a great sport. She's smiling. She's excited to be there. It's like Price is Right. She yeah. gets on stage like, yeah. <laughs> Black guy. <laughs> she. The reason I said it is like, I was like, oh, you get to cross something off your bucket list. And she goes, oh, Steven. I go, yes. And I put the mic down. She goes, I've had black. And I was like, <laughs> oh my. And the crowd again, Lost, she had a Noreen, yeah, Noreen. It was like, okay, we're off to the races. So I completely had forgotten this guy had brought up. I hadn't seen him in a while. He used to be security at the club. Um, former Marine, super nice guy, kind of, you know, under underspoken, doesn't, not outgoing, you right, know, right. just kind of like comes up and he just puts his hands up to her. She puts her hands in his. And he literally just picks her up and just starts <laughs> drilling her in the air. And she is like bucking on like Noreen. a cowboy. And she is dying laughing. Yeah. Her head is snapping back. She's laughing. She's going, woo! <laughs> and he's like hitting her. But then he does the old rapid punch. He's like, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> and she's just like this. It was like a magic mic oh moment. My God. I fell to the ground. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And then we had another four minutes after that. <laughs> Bit, but I have the video. I'll, I'll send it. I'll, I'll, maybe it. we'll institute it in this or whatever. But <sighs> could have been my favorite one I've ever seen. A, a standing ovation after Sausage Party, which uh, I've seen a handful of times. But this one was like everybody. Rafters up top. It was sold out. Everybody stood you, up. And it was one of those think, great moments. Do you think that Noreen's night started with, sure, I'll go catch a comedy show. Oh, and then sure, yeah. Next thing she knows, she's being levitated bumped, <laughs> by a registered Democrat. As a whole, yeah. as 250 strangers are chanting her name, yelling Noreen. And she's like, this is my life! Wake it up. I hope she went out so I got hit by a truck and died. Because I feel like, that's a great It'll never button. get better. Yeah, that is it. It'll never get better. Um, oh, yeah, God. she was in her 60s, and I, I really thought, I, I, before she did it, I, I, I was teasing her, I was like, don't die. Yeah. You know, as, as like a line, but when she was getting bucked, I was like, oh, seriously, don't die. I mean, I really, she was getting chucked. That's amazing. And then, pow, 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 pow. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Noreen. Walk it off, Noreen. Walk it off. Because the danger with that bit is sometimes you get, here's what I've learned the last few years, is when I first did it, I was a guy in my 20s, or, you know, 
early 30s when I started doing it, I think. Yeah. And you could pick out girls kind of like your own age. It was fun. Something happened in the last four or five years where young girls with all the Me Too stuff and everything, they don't want any part of it. They, I've, I've had a handful of girls just like, no, yeah, no thank, yeah. I didn't, I didn't ask I didn't for this. Right, right. I've had a few get up and walk out. Yeah. And then what I've had is I brought up like a woman in her 40s or 50s or like a 60s. And they go bananas. Well, they're they're in a different mindset too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they don't give a shit. shit. They're yeah. grabbing ass. Yeah. They're feeling the guys. Yeah. They're getting like really handsy. I had a I, that reminds me of a, I had a very handsy coworker when I was in my late twenties. Name Ricky. When I was working at party, party City, nice fella. Yeah. Um, I worked with this older woman. I think her name was Allison. I'm not 100 sure. It was either mm-hmm. Alice or Allison. But she was super. She was like in her late fifties, maybe sixties, yeah. working the register at Party City, and. She would always like corner me in the stockroom, be like, "Help me with this box." Like, you know, like, so, like it was really weird. And I was like, "It's so funny to think." Like, she was like, she couldn't wait to go to work. <laughs> she was like, "I'm gonna get oh, Joe yeah. in the stockroom." Like, Look out, you know? But it's so funny to see, like, when you get hit on by older women, when you're older. Or even when you're younger, I guess. But like when you're when you're when you're younger, it's just like super weird because like it's like sometimes like you're attracted back. And do you remember like a couple of cougar moments you had where you're like, oh, I'm talking about when you were younger. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. She yeah. still got it. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I love that they did that. That was my favorite thing about Golden Girls, that they made Blanche the way they made her. Oh, they, that yeah. was so phenomenal. Like even before, like think about when they made that TV show, right? Sure. Like that was such a smart, fun move to make her just like own her sexuality. Uh, yeah, yeah. Own older sexuality. Um, on Sullivan and Son, we did that with Christine. Yes. She was very promiscuous, but the <laughs> the thing we did on our show, which had never been seen in television, which we always loved, is that Christine and Owen Benjamin, her son, it was always like. Are they having sex? <laughs> like they were, they were always so comfortable with each other sexually, yep. and they would be each other's wingman or wing person. But they would also say things where you just like we, they'd leave. And we're like, are they banging? Like, should we call the cops? Like, this is weird. There was an episode where, oh, we we did a karaoke episode, and they were singing like, <laughs> yes, I remember. Like, they were like banging <laughs> each other. We're it, like, yeah. what is going on? It was that was the dynamic I really really liked on our show. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, and she's she's just fantastic. But anytime the the old trope of the right. older sexualized woman will always so be funny. My mom's relationship was very much like Owen Benjamin and uh, Christine's with me and my mom as she got older. Because really, my, my mom was active. Okay. And that's a polite way of yeah because she came she, she became a widow she life. became yeah she became a yeah. widow at fifty two mm-hmm. no if she was even that old I don't even know if she was fifty two um, yeah I think she was fifty two right so she was young and vibrant sure. her whole life right and she was a good looking lady Mom mm-hmm. Dukes uh, Silva Fox you know yeah turned some heads and but when you have a great personality as well 100%. it's tough not to so you're saying she was ugly but her personality was no 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 I'm, yeah. no you're saying she's good looking but when, when you have the Put it together you know what I mean when when you're a little older personality goes so, so fucking you're killing it yeah look at me <laughs> look at me crushing it <laughs> crushing it stand back form a line to the left um <laughs> i a <laughs> silver fox um yeah so my mother and i very much like she would talk about very openly about her dating life mm-hmm. and then like her first like the first question like if i came home from a date whatever she's like so she'd be like sipping her coffee in her mood she'd be like so did you bang oh my god <laughs> like, laugh, yeah. so, sal was always super like f- 
uncomfortable around me and my mother too because yeah. I would always just talk about anything with my mom. And I and I'd be like and my mom like I go out I would go out with Sal and Sal sometimes would come back to my house and crash. Sure. And we would just hang out whatever and we'd wake up and we'd be having breakfast with my mom. She's like, So boys, I was a night last night. I'd be like, Mom, you should have seen the ass on this one. <laughs> she was like, Tell me. And so I'm like, Stop, stop me. Like, we would just egg them on, you know, yeah. like that. Um, but we had that like kind of open relationship too. I, I I hope that my kids are comfortable like that too because my niece and nephew, oh they're gonna be they have no choice. Yeah, my, my niece and nephew just started being uh, they they went to college right now so they're eighteen mm -hmm. they're eighteen years old freshmen in college and they have my sister has a very good rapport with them as well sure which yeah they're very open about talking about but your sisters things. like you they're very outgoing yeah I I, w I would be hard pressed to think that they'd be recluse around the kids or whatever yeah. I think outgoing parents though. Because it's a different dynamic with your kids than you have with, you know, being outgoing mm -hmm. with your kids doesn't, outgoing isn't a really a word you use for your parents, right? Because your parents, yeah. is their, outgoing is for like, for strangers. So, but if your parents are uh, approachable or sure. outspoken, maybe. <laughs> right, right. There's a big difference between approachable and outspoken. 100%. I would, I would assume that your mother is probably, was probably outspoken. Yes. Very vibrant. Yes. Is what I guess. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You never met her. Never, no, no. She. We should go by the grave. You can dead? say hello. Yeah, we go by the grave. You can say hello. <laughs> you bring it up all the time. So, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my fo my fo my father's always approachable. My father. Your dad is. He's like a. He's just a. He's, he's like, a great dude. He's, he's one of those guys that you always feels like your uncle. You know, he's got that vibe about. Yeah. Him. He's he's you're instantly part of his family. Like yeah. That. All the kids always like my dad. My dad would always come to the comedy sets. The comics love my father. He's just a great dude. Very outgoing. Um. But but still like a father, you yep. know. He's not my buddy. He's not my friend. He's like he's my dad, yeah. and uh, my mom is just just the sweetest little lady that can barely. <laughs> she she gets so insecure about her English that she gets really inhibited. So she'll get quiet, and but um, she's the most brutally honest woman I've ever met in my life. She remember my wife Jessica, her younger sister Amanda uh, look very similar, and then Lindsay doesn't really look like them but she, you know you could tell they're sisters but jess and amanda look alike and then uh, uh lindsey you know anyways could be like a cousin but they're all sisters yep, right yep. and so my mom knows jessica knows amanda and meeting lindsey for the first time I, I to this day i can't believe she said this she goes she goes oh hi she's like yeah i'm lindsey i'm jessica's sister she goes oh sister you look weird <laughs> I was like, Oh no. Oh no. You just feel yourself leaving your yeah. body and you're instantly like, grab the tools. I got to do patchwork. I got to fucking fix this. And <laughs> she's, like, she's like, oh, I don't mean what you see. It's just your eyes. They're too far apart. <laughs> <laughs> but unusual to, to, to the, the other yeah. two. My mom doesn't have the dense vocabulary. So that's what she said. And I'm just like, oh, oh. for fuck's sake. So. Uh, That's great. I hope that stuck. And oh, she's it, the did. Like it's just... it did. Apologize the next like 20 times I saw Lynn. By the way, my mom, you know she wasn't. Oh, fuck. You look weird. <laughs> Weird's the Who wrong wants word. to hear that? Oh, I get that all the time. <laughs> you look weird? Yeah. No. Yeah. I get that. Uh, why, why would you look weird? I mean, look at me. <laughs> I'm a weird looking fella. I don't think so. My, I mean, my body type is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> well... Look, like all all my fats in my stomach, right? Pretty much. Look at my arms. Look, I look kind of jacked. You look like if you were in the ocean from here up, <laughs> oh, you'd be like, oh, he's kind of like a good looking. Yeah. And then and then you get out. It's like, Whoa. 
the foghorn comes out. You start getting out, fish start floating to the top. The, the just dead fish. <laughs> it's, oh, it's low tide. Kids are screaming. <laughs> Mommy, help me. Oh, no. It's weird. Like it's weird. blowing the whistle. Helicopters coming in. Your mother's on the phone. They think, weird, weird. <laughs> but you, you admit you don't 100%. do anything. No. I say, do you want to take a walk? I don't take a walk. Take a walk? For what? <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. It's three blocks. Cold you don't exercise at all. No, I, I used to work on my feet a lot, and I don't anymore. Excuse me. I used to work on my feet a lot. So you considered working on your feet? That was exercise. For sure. I mean, if you don't sit down for all day, you know, there's a difference now. I sit down at a computer. I'm writing. I'm doing whatever, you know. Yeah. But like, it's I was used to be not sit for you know 12 to 14 hours a day. Sure. It's crazy. You know, you're up and around. You're moving. You're getting your steps in. Do you not get steps in at all? Like, I guess I'm do you, when's the last time you had the gumption to be like, I, I should get off the couch and do something? I should do something, like, for my health. I'm pretty sure it was 2004. Joseph, <laughs> I wish. Joseph. <laughs> um, you know that's not good to not be yeah. somewhat active. No, I'm yeah. Because when we're on the road, I, I've mentioned it to you. About like, hey, we should take, you know, whatever. I, I, but you you walk through shops and stuff. I walk. So I walk about town. You walk, walk about town. town. Maybe that's considered, I, 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 I guess. You're, I get you're some, some steps, steps in. in I'm, but not, yeah. I'm not just like, oh, like a lethargic big <laughs> fatty. I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, I th I probably should. You do could something. do more. Well, we all could. Of course, yeah. But I should. I absolutely <laughs> could. But, but you, um, I think you that's would. What, that's something people say. What? Because like. I should do more, and I, I, I'm owning that. I should definitely yeah. do more. And and I answered, we all could do more. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm throwing in a royal we. Like, yeah. no, it's like. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, Joe, we're talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do more. You know what? <laughs> How was that? I'm not sitting around all day. No, no, this is my job now is to sit around and talk to you now. So you do the hokey pokey. I turn myself around. And then you're done. That's what it's all about. <laughs> All right, here Do we, we go. we want to help some Americans? Here we go, or people. Types. We're here for types. you. We have all the answers. Thank you so much and for it writing it. never ends. At Two Cool Moms Pod on the Instagrams. Follow us. Subscribe. Subscribe. I don't, you know what? I don't care. You guys don't want to follow us. Don't do it. I'm not going to force you. It's fine. That's fine. We're, we're here. We're doing it anyway. To the seven people, you, seven of you is listening. Coming to us from Natalie. Hi, mommies. How do you deal with feeling... How do you deal with feeling stuck in life? I get up and take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> when's, the last time, when's the last time you were in a rut? I mean, I'm still in one. Do you consider yourself still in a rut? I would say I'm at the precipice of the rut. I'm you stay active with work. I do stay active. You're always working. Well, no, I say active with work. I say active with You're family writing a lot. now too. I yeah. to, you know, I, I'm invested heavily in the in the, in the children's, um, yep. which is good. I wouldn't consider myself. I was in a, yeah, I'm out of a rut. I wouldn't say I'm in a rut anymore. Yeah, it's not. I mean, come on, it's been, you know, over a year. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get on and move on with yourself. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do something. What are you gonna sit there and be like, eh, poor me? Eh. Mm -hmm. Can't do that for too long. <laughs> Why am I eating ice cream and just sitting on the couch watching, you know, Oprah reruns on Peacock? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what am I doing? Uh, so I would say I was in a rut for a minute, but I, I think I'm out of the rut. Yeah. Yeah. I might be driving with despair, though. You know what I'm saying? Really? You think that? Yeah, I would say that. I would say I'm driving with despair. When, you know what I think, <laughs> and, and, and feel free to edit this out. <laughs> feel free to edit this out, because sometimes you don't want to get too personal, right? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm in a rut anymore. I would say I'm almost out of the rut. 
Almost rightless. That's your edit point. That's my edit point. That's why you did it. That's why I did it. <laughs> we got it. You're right. We did edit all that out. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear you're not in a rut. And, and, and you never seem like you were in one, by the way. You you do a great job at compartmentalizing. For sure. Everything. Yeah. You have to keep the train moving, right? That's it. Yeah. Well, she's stuck. So what she says, how do, what, what do you do when you feel stuck? Yeah. <clears throat> the first thing I would say is probably try to identify what, what caused you to get stuck, right? Mm -hmm. You have to work through that first. Um, it could be anything. It could be something. You know, this happens with a lot of people, too. Is what I have a lot of friends that this has happened to. Something that seems minor yep. completely derails you. And you don't realize it right. until you're derailed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if a relationship falls apart or a... Um, you know, or you lose a job or something. Those are big things. And you're sure. like, oh, that's why I'm stuck. But if some people are just like, wanted something to happen, didn't happen, had a, you know, a bad night out with a friend and it didn't like go out the way they wanted to, or they got in a little bit of a tiff mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, that's nothing. And then it realizes it becomes something. Sure. So I think the first part is to identify why you're stuck um, and see if it's a big reason. Well, you have to work on that anyway, right? You have to get a new job. You have, sure. Get back under different relationships. Um, figure that part out. But if it's a little thing, I think that's where more of the work is needed because you have to really dig down and take a real look and to see like, oh, this is what happened. It is smart to take stock of how big of an issue it ultimately is, you know? Yeah. I mean, do you feel, I feel like you get, you feel like you're stuck a lot. Me, personally? Yeah. Um, but you work through it every time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the 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 worst thing to do is just sit there and oh, the world, you know, the just feeling sorry for yourself. It's like, you know, I think when I get in those situations, it's like it takes a day or two, and I just it, and then just something comes over me like, fuck it, you're gonna bitch about this yeah, all day, right. or you're gonna do something about it. So right. what are we gonna do? This is the situation. You you want to? It's like complaining about the weather. It's out of your control. Just shut the fuck up and get to work. <laughs> That's a great analogy. It's like complaining about the weather. There's it really is. Yeah, it. you yeah. can't do anything about it. Like I will say that too about the, the other thing too is like I've learned this, you know, kind of the hard way too. Is like nobody helps you but you. Nobody, nobody helps you but you. Like you can nobody. have friends who are there for you and help you through, but at the end of the day, it's one hundred percent on you. On so you, you're going to yeah. be stuck until you start moving. They can listen. Yeah. Even if if somebody's trying to push the car out of the, the mud, you guys still step on the gas. You know what I mean? It's like you're in charge of it. Did you make that up? I did. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good one. All right. That's something you'd that. expect to hear from like a priest or like a Tyler Perry. Yes, I'm both. Or, yeah. <laughs> I present the blessing. Father Father Tyler Perry. There we go. Yeah. That's a great That's a uh, little. Quote. You just made that up. I did. Yeah. So you've inspired me to, to, to motivate. Where's your, well, you you got to come up with a calendar. I have a bunch of motivational s sayings, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Give me one more. Uh, life sucks sometimes. All you got to do is suck harder. <laughs> Our next question. Here's a question coming to us from Hannah. Great. Where's the merch? Oh! You know what? The, the, huh. demand, the demands are coming in. So huh. we're going to have to start doing it. So this is like the third or fourth time I've heard it. We have to answer. We have to answer with it. And I guess, you know what? Link is going to be in the bio. To uh, get a two cool moms, what are we gonna do? A shirt? What do you want to do? A shirt? Or saying? You know what I like? I like bazonkers. <laughs> I love that saying. That's my favorite thing we've said over the fifty plus episodes. You said it. Well, you jumped oh, on. It was. Fun. I jumped on on that episode, and I love it. All right. Do you not want it to be what I've said? You want it to be what you've said? I want it to be bazonkers. No. You, well, you were gonna say something. Go ahead. No, no. Um, I think bazonkers is good. Two cool moms. Yes. And in quotes. Uh, yin yang parmesan. Yin yang parmesan. Yeah. Yin yang parmesan's great. Yeah. We should put a pizza pie that has the yin yang on it. 
I mean, the simple one is just to have the two cool moms, like the logo on a yeah on a on a and then tea. Our, our, then our nuggets. You know what? Our faces. This is our what faces. We, but you know yep. what? We should sell more than I think we should. I think we should sell a coffee mug. Ah, uh, that's right. smart. Because mommies are having their coffees. That's right. Drinking and listening. You know. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Let's get on it. All right. We'll talk to our merch department. Mer jiggy, hey, jiggy. <laughs> okay. All right. Honorary, mo honorary mom. Ooh, mommy. That's great. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. An honorary mommy. I mean, yeah. we just gave it well, to you know, him. You know, maybe, maybe we should, another one we can put is get the, talk into a fucking microphone, you idiot. Because he's, <laughs> here he is again without a microphone. Without he's just talking to yeah. We can't hear him. We can hear him in the room. And he's now, everybody, now we got to do subtitles. Yep. Well, it, there's no we in it. You. <laughs> you doing subtitles. Why don't you have a microphone? It's facing nothing. The microphone right now is just facing nothing. It's straight up <laughs> in the air. Well, maybe it caught a little Don't bit worry about it. We'll okay, catch it later. This is coming uh, to us. I love you, Jiggy. I think, that, I think we answered something similar to this. Um, this is coming to us from Marissa. Okay. How did you two meet? What is something you've learned about yourself ah. or became inspired by through your friendship with one another? So that's the part that's different. That's oh, why I picked it. Oh, that's nice. That's been inspiring through... Uh, well, we met, we discussed this before, we met when when your show was premiering, my show was premiering, my last three seasons, and whatever, you're, you're, you have like three homes. Um, so I rent. I think the thing that I find most inspiring about you is, is there is a relentless positivity that, that you don't just exude, but I really feel is a part of your person, like a part of you. You just are a very upbeat person positive person i think that's part of the reason why your show is so successful because it's not only what you see on screen but it permeates to the set mm. i think that's why you've had the same people yep. working there for so many years um but everywhere we go everywhere we go you treat everybody the same you treat the security guard you treat the house manager you treat the clerk at whatever um boutique shop you walk into or the coffee shop Everybody's a friend, um, and you do live by that mantra, be kind. I really think you do that, unlike like Ellen, who was preaching it, but you know, you heard <laughs> horror stories about, but like you genuinely are that individual. And That's right. I know that even on days where you've received, you know, less than promising news, um, it, it, it takes a minute to get that out of you because you can see it because you're just kind of like, moving on and everything but you just you don't dwell on things you just drive forward with relentless positivity and that's something uh i find very inspiring oh thank you your friendship yeah mommy i appreciate that yeah. you are a here we go <laughs> you know where to get a good slice of pizza and that, <laughs> that is, is really that I is find very that true yeah very no i will say this about you this is what i will say about you too i will say that you make you have what i call the jeter effect and it was something I saw in real life that I couldn't believe. It's like when, you talk, when you're talking to someone, you mm -hmm. make them feel like they're the most special and only person in the room. Right. I think you have a great, you have a superpower that way where you make people feel, and you see that when you, especially, that's just why you're such a successful when it comes to crowd work and whatnot and, you, and just even speaking with, with and to people. Like you make them feel like you care about what they're saying and like sure. you want to get to know them and even if it is an act which it's not you do it better than anybody ever has like i feel like oh, thank you, you i think you're just really like to get to know people and you really do take the time to like 
you're thoughtful, I would say. That's probably the best word ever. Like you buy your gifts for no reason. Like you do things like that. Like you're a thoughtful person. And I think that's well, really- Well, thank you. Well, that's what's most inspiring about you is I've had, I've tried to think about that as well and taking the time and putting stock in friendships the way that I feel like you do. Mm-hmm. Because you know a lot of people too, but you don't consider a lot of people friends. True, yeah. You know, like you've been yeah. around a minute. Like I was going around town with you, like down to the cellar and what not here in New York and just seeing like when you walk in the room, everyone knows you. And you know everybody, but you could tell like there is people that you want to spend time with and talk to. Sure, yeah. So I, I think that's a great thing about the comic clubs too is that you're waiting to go up, right? Yeah. So you're kind of forced to talk with everybody. Right, but connected. but you, you, I mean, it's just like I don't know. There is a nice fraternal bond that you develop after like so many years of just doing this and running at everybody. It's I don't know. Even going out last night, I like I I enjoy catching up with. You know, and then there's all these new comics I haven't met or whatever. But but you know what's funny is being friends with Vince Vaughn for years, I'm always the other guy, right? When you're with Vince. When I'm by myself, I'm I'm a comic, right? But when you're with Vince, you're the other guy. And you're constantly being, oh, can you take this for me? Can right. you take this picture for me? Whatever. And so every time I'm somewhere and I'm talking to somebody, I see the other guy. And so I try to give credence to the other guy as nice. well. Or like, I remember one time we were hanging out with Jason Sudeikis and his friend. And I and I was with Vince and I was like, oh, he's the, he's Jason's <laughs> other guy. So we were just bullshitting about that. But I, I just being that other person, like, <laughs> that's why that picture, Justin, <laughs> always makes me laugh. He's your other guy, yeah. you know? And there was a girl that literally climbed over Justin at dinner to yeah. take a picture. I think it's bananas, but uh, <laughs> right. I always have a lot of empathy for the other guy. For the other guy. Yeah. Or the other girl, too. Yeah, yeah. the other person. Let's the say. other person, yeah. Got it. yeah. And one of my favorite things to do, this, this is something I used to do when, I was, when I'd go out all the time, is I would go out, and there's always, like, after a show, you'd go to the bar, or the club, whatever, and there was always... And, and my friends are like, why the fuck are you doing this? And there was like the table of girls every guy's going to buy a drink for, right? And what I said is, look, we're just getting our night started. So let's have a little fucking fun. So I go over to the table of girls that nobody's buying a drink for. I bet, girls, I'm buying you a fucking drink. Let's go. We're going to the bar right now. We're all doing a shot together. And every time I did it, I was never let down because the intention wasn't to hook up obviously with any of them but it was like we're going to have an absolute blast now i was always like trust me that's the most fun table in this room the table of fun right the table of fun and that's where you start your night off and have fun and then you you know i I don't know for me it was always like that's that's where to go that's the way to go yeah i agree i like that okay here we go this is coming to us from stone you got some work here great name okay oopsies yeah ready to do it again sorry Okay, this is going to us from Stone. Hey, Tugel Moms, my name is Stone. You might not remember, but I told you I was going to a jiu-jitsu tournament, and I want to let you know I won first. No way! Went 6-0. Your advice really helped my nerves. Just want to say thanks. We're champions. We are champions. Oh, you have to do it. I can't. <laughs> you worry about my edit points? Oh my God! <laughs> was that bad? Isn't that a musical? <laughs> well, in this day and age, it could be considered <laughs> racist. Also, the, be- the best joke in your special. Oh, thank the you. Best joke in your special. Da, 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 hands da, da, da. down. Hands um, down. If you haven't seen it, make sure you make sure you check it out. It's called The Last Late Night with Steve Burns on Amazon Prime. Uh, 
you gave words of wisdom. So you're 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 the jujitsu whisperer. I am the jujitsu whisperer. Do you remember this conversation? I remember him saying that he was nervous and what he had to do, and then we told him that he trained for him his whole life. Don't get stuck in the moment. Think about everything you've done to get there, and you'll be fine. Six and zero oh in a tournament. Oh, wow. He took home first place, and he's got to thank. There's so many people to thank. I got to thank mom. I got to thank my daddy. I got to thank my brother and sister. I got to thank, I gotta thank my family. But guys, I got to thank anybody else that knows jujitsu or the spirit of a lion. It's too cool, boss. Uh, more, more Joe on the sea burn. He wasn't there, but Joe Gatto, thank you. I owe you everything. This is for Joe. <laughs> I do went six and zero oh today. I just want to tell everybody. There's a podcast out there <laughs> that changed my jujitsu career. It's called Two Cool Moms. <laughs> I took sporting advice from a man who's got the body of a melting candle. His name's Joe Gatto. Touch Joe. And one guy that's half an Asian. Thank you. <laughs> that's for you, Stevie. All right. He came up and took the trophy immediately. <laughs> like, thank you. We tried. I tried. Thank you, Stone. Wow, you were a big part of that. Well, I, you know what? We inspire. It's what we do here at Two Cool You went to a Rams game, LA Rams. Yep. You were undefeated there as well. As well. And on the Jumbotron, Big and you made back. it on ESPN, correct? Yes, that's right. I remember watching the game. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> The guy came over. He's like, "Don't pay attention to us." So me and Jiggy pretended to have a fake conversation, and he was like, "Oh, really? Perfect." Like if you notice, I'm like, <clears throat> if you know, because <clears throat> you're talking to Jiggy, you can if see you more Jiggy, Jiggy than yes. I go to Jiggy, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, what do we want?" <laughs> I'm just using my hands a lot, yeah. and then I just turn and go, "Yeah!" <laughs> and the guy was like, "That's enough." <laughs> but you guys, you guys won the game. We did that game. That was a big comeback game too for our boy Justin Herbert. Game That's back. right. Yeah, I won it. They'll take it next year though. They're going to go all the way. He's going to wear the ring and win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Sports. Not a big sports. Um, this is coming to us from Grace. Hey, mommies. How do you deal with anger? I think that changes as you get older. Yeah, definitely as you get older. When I, I was, was younger, you... short fuse. You were a short fuse guy, you know? Yeah. When I was younger, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then you get older, you just like you're too tired to be angry almost. But also, you have more to lose. Yeah, that's like you true. You talked about the road road rage thing once, where yeah. the kids were in the car, so you could sure. That was that was your way of saying, "Don't tell that fucking story again." <laughs> <laughs> like, remember when you told that story three times already? No, I was so I met this kid in Connecticut. He showed up by himself. Ken Young, um, Young was there. Um, I did. I I don't think I ever really had a short fuse. I only remember one time. One time I got, and I had just like, one time Murray. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really have short fuses, but I wouldn't even say I deal with my anger. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like I try to let it. People say that when you like you let stuff roll off your back. Yeah, I think that's a way of not really addressing what's bothering you, though. Sometimes I, I've I've just come to learn that anger will subside. Anger is temporary, oh. and so I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, you're fucking angry. Get it out. Let's take a walk, and I'll go take a walk. I'll get some fresh air. I'll listen to some music, and I'll just mull through what it is and, again, to, to quote you, take stock of what it is, but it's just temporary. Anger's solvable for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so I... I it's I, a I'm man-made problem, it, so there's a man-made solution. Oh, look at that. To That's quote a the t-shirt. great John F. Kennedy. Oh, John F. Kennedy said that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was saying because that Can't was take pretty that. smart. You should, no, no, don't take that because somebody's going to write in angrily. It's going to be right in the comments. <laughs> You're no JFK. Um, I, I, I've never really, I've never really had felt like I've got let anger get the best of me. I only once in college I remember that I was, I was angry that a guy was dancing with a girl that I liked at the club, and I 
stepped up. He had thrown a look yeah. at on me, and I had stepped up and said, "What's up?" And I said, "What?" I said, "I." And I, I said, "You know." I said, "What are you doing?" You know. I said, "You know that uh, you know that I like her and blah blah." And, they, and the kid was like, "Oh, yeah, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And I was like, but "The kid was making at me." And I was like, "Why is this kid saying?" And I turned around, and Mungo was behind me. My one of my frat brothers is well. <laughs> and Mungo was, doesn't sound small. He was he was like literally like a like a Rottweiler on the chain. Yeah. Like he was like waiting to go, waiting for me to say. And I, and I turned around, and I instantly switched. I was like, "Oh no, 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 Mungo, calm down, calm down." And I turned into. <laughs> like the pacifist yeah it stopped it all yeah i remember one time there was a big there was a huge fight at a bar and it spilled out onto the streets and all my friends were fighting and this one guy comes up to me and he comes up to me and he gets and he gets right he has his hands up and, and i go i go uh, no thank you. i said i said no thank you <laughs> he just went and punched somebody else oh that's great one of my favorite videos you ever see that video of a fight breaking out and there's just this Chinese kid, and he's eating a bowl of noodles, and the fight breaks out. He doesn't even he doesn't even look. He just goes like this <laughs> and walks out of frame and keeps eating his noodles. I was like, yeah, that's anybody in their forties. Yeah, priority. I think in your twenties, you're like, hey guys, what's going on? You want to be a peacemaker and stuff? I think you get to a point just like, fuck, oh, they'll work yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody's getting punched everywhere nowadays too. You see these yeah. videos like they're in McDonald's, they're in Target, they're in Walmart, they're in a library. Like there's no place that's safe. No, no. <laughs> oh, somebody told me. I, I think sometimes I get angry, again, uh, when you're driving. People are constantly, constantly doing incredibly rude, really dangerous shit. On, on. I, I think driving's got more aggressive For sure. in the last 10 years. I, I'm blown away at the times I get cut off. And before I would kind of speed up or whatever, and now I'm just like, all right, just go the far right, give it 10 seconds, just chill out. Um, I forget my story. <laughs> I forget what it is. Oh, oh, so this go. is it. So somebody was telling me that their father, when somebody would tailgate them where they'd see somebody fly by or whatever, I thought this is such a good line. Uh, um, their father would always would always kind of pull over to the right and go, yeah, go get them. <laughs> <laughs> and so that kind of pops in my head yeah. now when I hear that. I'm like, that's such a funny line. There, there is there is not a, there is not many things in life that are give you a fill of satisfaction and pride and just just so happy to be alive is when you somebody's being an ass on the road yeah and about a quarter of a mile up you, you see the wreck and you, the fireball right. and you're like and oh they're, they're dead. dead yeah that fuck, makes yeah, me they smile died. oh i love yes that. next question <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say pulled over oh, but pulled you're, over. you're right too. no it is the best oh, when you God, see when them you pulled see over that. you're like get it's him great. like roll down the window you're like he was a jerk he was an ass uh here we go this is coming us from austin austin Okay, question for the podcast. How do you guys exude so much confidence? I've always feared public speaking or speaking to new people in general. I always go through scenarios in my head if I said the right thing, if the conversation went well, etc. Any advice for building confidence? Something I, something I heard early on in my life that stuck with me was people don't care as much as you think. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's a big thing. Like, you're up there all nervous, like, oh, whatever. Like, and if you... Like people are just like, okay, what do you have to say? Like you, you sure. put so much pressure on the audience looking. But think about the times you're in the audience and you're sitting there, like watching someone speak. Sure. What are you doing? You're sitting there and listening. Like you're not being like, oh, I can't wait till this person messes up or something like that. So I think uh, that was a minor thing for me that really was like people just don't really care as much as you think when you're up there speaking. They just think they're here Absolutely. to see what they want to say and. You know, especially public speaking. That's a big fear for people too, though. Like public speaking. They'd rather die. Yeah, than they were like spiders. be a public speaker. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, I mean... We're the real heroes. We are. Yeah, I mean... First sure. responders, like the military not, flyovers, it's like... No, I mean, they're hello. not even stopping. They're just yeah. flying over. I mean, <laughs> we're getting in there. We're getting in there mixing it up with the people. Yeah. Yeah, talking Really doing the hard stuff. Chopping it up. 
Um, I never really did. You have a fear of public speaking? I think when you first start stand up, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it took two or three years. But I always say it's just like, imagine platform diving, right? You're 10 meters, 25 meters, 30 meters up. The first 100 times you do it, yeah, you're going to be a little scared. Right. The 101st, you're like, all right, I've done this. Now I can do my gainer or whatever it is off yeah, the thing. So you get used to it, yeah. But I think uh, What about of, younger, though, like before stand-up? Like when you were... Yeah, of course you get nervous, but I was High like Stevie, pep rally. I, I did like little routines and stuff. And oh, let me take us through that, five Mommy. Minutes. Take oh. us through that. Uh, well, I, I don't I don't know what I would it's all kind of a blur, but I would I want do, to hear about Stevie's pep rally routines. I would do I would do like five minutes before the pep rally oh. and just tell jokes or pull up my Kermit the Frog doll and do an impression <laughs> and stuff and there's just there like it, is. There it was humil I'm sure it was humiliating, but but at the time like it You were cool, people it was it. doing yeah. well. Yeah. It, it, I got laughs, yeah. So you had a Kermit the doll with Kermit, Kermit the Frog, the Frog yeah. And you did the Kermit voice? Yeah, like at pep rallies and stuff. I would do like dances or just anything for attention and laughs. Yeah, I love that. anything. I love that. But it was uh, humiliating. Yeah, I, I think like in terms of like building up confidence, I, I I wholeheartedly agree with you about people don't think as much as you do. Yep. And I think if anything, people appreciate effort more than if you're a stranger in a situation. You, hey, I'm Steve. How are you? Just like, hey, thanks for taking the time to. Yeah, of course. Who's not gonna? Who's right. not gonna knock that? Talk. I think t talking more in smaller groups also helps. Mm -hmm. The more you're speaking to strangers, because that's all public speaking is. Yeah, it's speaking to strangers and then speaking to a group of strangers. So a way to that helps is, is baby step, like you said about the thing is like about diving is like talk to people out and about, then talk to groups out, approach smaller groups out and about, and before you know it, you'll be fine. Yeah, and he's he's walking himself through scenarios of like saying what if it went well what if i did this what if what if you just stopped and just did it yeah. you know you could sit there and talk yourself out of talking to a girl that you think is pretty across the bar think of a hundred things you could say or a hundred reasons why you shouldn't do it but you just got to shut it all off and just go and trust your instincts you're a good person i'm sure you are most people are so uh he's one of our listeners That's a good yeah person. of course he's a great he's mom a great... <laughs> he's an honorary cool mom who deserves some t-shirt yeah that's right Merch, yeah. Link in the bio next week. There we go. Okay. <laughs> well, we did it. Yeah, we did. We really did it. Um, you know, I think we've uh, we've helped at least two to seven people, and uh, across the board. Yeah, and we've <laughs> helped we rectify started. our friendship because you came in hot, <clears throat> hot. I texted one, two, three, four, and forgot. You got a phone call. That's right. From this guy. Okay. Well, rest on your laurels Boom. until the next time you don't text me back. <laughs> okay. You got it. We'll give you this one. We'll All give right, you this partner. One. We did it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to Cool's Moms. Um, buy a T-shirt. Buy a T-shirt. Yeah, that's non-existent. These two cool mommies love you, so show us some love. Please rate us, review us, follow us on all social media, and subscribe to our YouTube.